Hi, I'm Brad. Where are you calling from? In Latvia right now. Halifax, so Nova Scotia. The Netherlands. And wherever you are, welcome to Blonde Radio. Hi, I'm Brad. I live on the west coast of Canada and I love seeing things from a new point of view. And welcome to Blonde Radio, where every week I book calls with strangers from around the world. Today we'll have a conversation with Anna, a student from Latvia, Ewine, who's pursuing a career of teaching the arts, and Max, who's found a platform by drawing strangers in quiet moments. But first, at Blonde Radio we're all about community. So here's what you can expect, as well as some highlights presented by the Discord mod team. Hey, I'm Fa. I'm Peach. I'm Andy. I'm Ari. I'm Tree. I'm Sable. I'm Cameron. And here's what's happening this week at Blonde Radio. What's going on, everyone? It's Cameron for this week's instance of Mod Radio. Come on by the Discord this Saturday, September 11th at 2 p.m. PST for a film streaming event. Vote for your favorite and join us for an afternoon at the movies. Big love to everyone who came through for our second ever speed friending event last week. We had so much fun and we can't wait to watch you guys build upon all the friendships you made. And lastly, shout out goes to all of the birthday enjoyers we had recently, including Loboil, Elise, Kasuni, August, and Du. We hope you guys all had really special days. That's all from me, back to you, Brad. Thanks, Cam. And now here's Anna. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, how's it going? Amazing. Um, it's it's going pretty well. It's actually uh, 7 a.m. in Latvia wow. right now. Good morning, man. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad that. Thanks for taking the time to, to do a little call. I really appreciate it. I mean, yeah, I've been wanting to do this for a while, so I guess. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I guess how's the day going, but I guess you just woke up? Well, uh, actually, I was at my friend's house and they took me home at like 5 a.m. or something. Okay. Like, it's, I was early. Yeah, day. I'm up. On, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, good. Well, I, I usually wake up at 10. So this is a very early morning for me. <laughs> yeah, if a switch up. Well, I hope I hope the day treats you well for the rest of it. But um, yeah. Um, and then, as you mentioned, calling from Latvia. So, so crazy. Thank you for, for reaching out. It means a lot. But uh. Before we get into it, I'll just uh, give some space for you to give the elevator pitch on you. Who are you? What do you do? And what got you to where you are today? Um, my name is Anna. Mm -hmm. uh, I am 20 years old right now. I am a student. I actually switched my majors last year. Oh, so right now I kind of study. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, now I study like languages and intercultural communication, something like that. But I think the program is getting switched again. So, mm. yeah. And then uh, I studied uh, actually Chinese for a year oh, wow. before, <laughs> before this. So, yeah, I am a student and just trying to get by in life, I guess. Yeah. Not to like call you out here, but that's kind of like a, a you know, a far reach of interests you have. Do you find your interests sort of hopping from one thing to another? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it is a problem for me still. I am learning right now. I will be a second year right uh, now. And it's still like a iffy question. Do I really want to do this? But I guess that I, I, I have to, you know, can't do this for us the rest of my life. Just jumping from majors left to right. For sure. I mean, you could, but yeah, long term, that might not help you the most. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I was actually uh, thinking it's it's very funny. I was actually thinking that in Latvia we have the system, right? That we can uh, there are these places that are uh, it's like tuition, something like that, right? Okay. I don't actually know the term in English that well. I think it's tuition. Yeah. So yeah, I I could possibly cheat the system and jump from major to major and just cheat the system and get to tuition uh, every year. I uh, go on a new major mm-hmm. <laughs> because I had very very good grades in high school. So I can just jump from major to major uh, from my high school grades and get to, uh, get in the programs just because I had the, yeah just because I had good grades in the high school. So yeah. Damn. Well, I guess sometimes it really does pay to yeah to do well in high school. That's awesome. Do tell me. I, I you know I do a, a little a tiniest bit of research before these calls, but these photos under moonlight in June, quite recently. What was that all about? That seems like such a moment, such a little get together with your friends, or is that family? Oh, under the moonlight. I don't even know what you're talking about. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. It looks I don't like there's some remember. like some art photography stuff. I'm not too sure. Oh! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, we have this celebration in Latvia, the Midsummer Festival. Oh, nice. And it is, yeah, and it's like a uh, whole thing. We, I don't know even what to say, how to say it in English. Like, it's like a ritual thing. I know that Midsummer has a very really weird, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you say, PR right now because of the movie, but it's not like that at all. I mean, a little would... bit. It's ritually and stuff, right. but it's not exactly like that. So, mm-hmm. usually, we just get together, hang around the bonfire and uh, talk or, I don't know, cook something there and enjoy our times. And it also also involves like making um, like crowns, these flower crowns. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's we just pick flowers and it's it is actually really ritually, but it's not like Midsummer we know no. from the movie right now. I would never, so don't never worry assume. about that. We don't sacrifice anyone, anything like that. <laughs> Oh, sure. I will not be intimidated if in the future I am invited to Latvia for a, a midsummer festival. I will keep that in mind. Oh, yeah, Thank yeah, you. sure. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're ever invited, please just take the invite. I will. Come here. It's really, really fun. <laughs> and where, are these people in the photo, are they just your friends, your people you would consider close? Yeah, they're uh, all of them are my friends. They're, I'd say they're, of course, some are closer than others. But mm. uh, yeah, I have this friend group of like, 10 friends approximately and almost all of them are like art majors i it's, see yeah, yeah yeah it's it's fun that's why it gets uh, a bit artsy yeah fun in this. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly for sure well that kind of leads into my next question here is would you personally feel and would you say that you found your people you know would you feel comfortable calling the people in your life like the people you've been looking for or do you still think you need to do some searching i think that i was blessed uh with this, I, I was blessed with my best friend from when I was born. I think that I found my person. Mm-hmm. Like, we we live uh, next door, like like neighbors, and we've been friends now, best friends for twenty years now. I guess yeah. because yeah, we were born only nineteen days apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I was blessed with uh, her in my life. But I'd like to say that I found my people. Of course, as life uh, gets on, and I still find new people that I can hang out with. I mean, that's just life, right? Yeah. But yeah, I've definitely found my people in that friend group. And actually, recently I've 
had even been starting hanging out with some uh, other new people and now I've been hanging out with them even more because you know it's really hard to coordinate 10 people who are working also in the summer in one group meeting (laughs) especially like yeah especially after high school once you're not you know at the same place all the time and everyone starts to have their own lives a bit it can get tricky exactly exactly everyone's working studying and it's it's really hard mm-hmm. would these people would they uh this is kind of my next question here would they describe you as sort of braver courageous because you know you mentioned in your message and even at the top here you've been mean to reach out for a while is courage something you're working on or do you feel like you you would call yourself a courageous person interesting that you ask this because as of right now i'm really trying to do as i also said in the message i I'm trying to do more things that scare me, try to be more courageous. Yeah. Because I get really, really uh, anxious and Mm -hmm. stressed very easily also right now. I mean, not right now, but yeah, in general in life. Mm -hmm. So I try to do more things now that make me scared so I can uh, be, I guess, more brave and I can uh, just take life on as it's supposed to not like a scaredy cat that i (laughs) (laughs) that's cool though and definitely yeah it comes from seeking discomfort you know those things that were uncomfy doing that's the only way to you know get better at them yeah exactly and one thing also that actually i'm scared of uh, doing but i am also trying to get uh, as it should be a normal thing in my life i am scared to reach out to people for help or something like that Mm -hmm. so that's also one thing that i'm working on uh, right now that I should you know it's such a normal thing it shouldn't be scary like when people reach out for me to help I'm like yeah sure no problem but when you when you have to do it it's like oh my god mm-hmm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be troublesome to them it's not gonna work out they're gonna right. think I'm like a burden a burden and something like that yeah so no, I trying totally to work on that stuff that's awesome I'm glad you're taking those steps that sounds great thank um, you thank you <laughs> This week's question is, what is your stance on second chances? Um, More than ever, it feels like kind of forgiveness is a lot in the spotlight and, you know, who does and who doesn't deserve it when it comes to mistakes. Um, So I guess the question is, you know, does forgiveness carry a weight in your life? And I I guess what are your your kind of ideas about it? Well, first of all, I am very forgetful. So usually (laughs) when I forgive people, I just forget what they did. Yeah. Uh, So if I haven't forgive, uh, forgiven uh, someone, then that means that I did something really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I think that people deserve second chances because in the environment that we live right now, I think it's impossible to live without making mistakes. And in general, it's impossible to live without making mistakes. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, I think it's rather, it's more of an issue if they learn from them or not, I guess. So if they learn from the mistakes they've made, then I think they're more than deserving to be forgiven and given a second chance or even maybe even a third chance or something like that. But of course, mm-hmm. the chances run out at some point. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, another thing, I think that it also, of course, depends on what mistake have they done. Mm-hmm. Like if it hurts the other person, like maybe in a relationship or something, if it hurts the other person too much, of course, it won't be that easy to forgive them or it won't be easy to get uh, like to forgive them at all or Mm -hmm. something like that. No, yeah, definitely. There's some context there for sure. So maybe to flip that question in closing here, what advice would you give to someone who's seeking forgiveness in their own life? They've messed up themselves. Um, How 
you reconcile a mistake, what would you say to them? Like, uh, they sort of have to forgive themselves for something, yes? That, and then also maybe they've, you know, wronged someone else. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I think the best and probably the stupidest uh, also uh, advice at the same time is just give it time. Mm-hmm. Because it's not gonna heal and you're not gonna feel better about some of the things that you have done in your life just like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, forgiveness comes in a lot of situations with time. So if you've done something really bad and messed up really bad, then, yeah, I think the best advice I can give is time Mm -hmm. and just give it time. And, yeah, if it's something that you can't forgive yourself uh, about, then... I don't know. This is this will be a very materialistic thing or something like that. Just I don't know. Write it out. Oh. Just try to try to try to li- try to live with it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you can find someone else in media that's going through the same thing or something, mm-hmm. and you can uh, maybe not reach out to them, but just set, sort of like yeah, set it out, journal, give it time. I love that that last bit there because there's something I've very much learned by talking with so many people is. There's always at least at minimum one person that has gone through something that you have that you're dealing with and struggling with. And, you know, and you can learn. Absolutely. You can learn something from that. Yeah. I mean, come on. We all know TikTok algorithm. Obviously, (laughs) a lot of people are going through the same thing that you are. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, I love that. Anna, thank you so much for your for your time and words. I really appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Any exciting? What's what do you got planned for today? Um, probably I will not go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well deserved, and, much deserved. Yeah, I, I have some stuff I have to do. I'll probably journal, so. For sure. Well, <laughs> thank you for your time and words. I really appreciate it. But yes, I'll, I'll let you go back to sleep. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, bye. Ciao. Hello, how's it going? I'm doing fine. I'm fine. You cannot complain. I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. Hello. Uh, my name is Ewein. It's a bit hard name to pronounce in any other language than, than Dutch. But okay. uh, yeah, it's Ewein. Like like most English people just pronounce like A-Y and then wine, just like the drink. Ewein. Ewein. Perfect. Yeah. That's fantastic to meet you. I appreciate you uh, taking the time of the day to chat. It means a lot. Yeah, thanks as well. I was like, I saw you on TikTok and I was just like... Fuck it. Why not send? Why not send a DM? Hell yeah! I'm glad you did. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thanks. Perfect. And then, as you mentioned, you're from. Is it the Netherlands? Yeah, the Netherlands. Fantastic. Sweet. Well, I'll give you some space to sort of give an elevator pitch on you. You know, who are you? What do you do? And what sort of got you to where you are today? Well, uh, hiya. I'm uh, Ewen. Mm -hmm. I am uh, 23 years old, and right now I am doing uh, or are studying actually to become an art teacher. I would describe myself as uh, a friendly, open, mostly extrovert, social person mm-hmm. uh, who likes to meet new people. And yeah, that's awesome. Just that. Yeah, I keep myself busy with creative things. So mm-hmm. as I said, I'm uh, becoming an art teacher. So well, that's kind of a re- requirement. Yeah. And uh, in the downtime between school and art, I am uh, gaming a lot, hanging out with friends, although mm-hmm. due to COVID restrictions, that has become quite a bit harder. Definitely. Um, 
yeah, uh, I guess that that pretty much sums it up. Sweet. Um, so the the art yeah. teacher is that a new yep. development? Because so many of the the photos I see you have, and then also are tagged in, are on the stage and in theater and performance. Is that the area of art that yeah. you would like to teach in the future? Yes and no because yeah. I'm. Uh, it's hard for me because I really like the yeah two D art so like painting, mm-hmm. uh, drawing that kind of stuff. But also like uh, just the uh, the more stuff to do with hands like also uh, um, how do you call it uh, molding uh, things, for sure. uh, sculpting. But uh, I think theater is also like a wonderful form of art, and mm-hmm. I did that uh, on an amateur level for a long time with like uh, a youth group. Yeah, and I'm now slowly integrating in that same group and becoming more of like a yeah, what do you call it? not a mentor, but just like um, slowly begin to turn uh, to behind the scenes to helping right. them uh, maybe m- maybe more in a teacher role. So I'm already kind of exploring that mm-hmm. field, but would like to grow in there as well after this maybe. That's awesome. What yeah. aspects would you say you've taken from stage and performance and that whole side of art and continue to use in your, you know, every day to day? Well, being open, being out there, uh, talking a lot, yeah. uh, not being afraid to like open up about something or not being afraid to take my place, literally mm-hmm. like, no, this is this is room for me. I stand here. Um, just a lot of social skills and a lot of self-confidence in just being, talking, existing. And yeah, that's mostly it. And like in the thing I, uh, I study at school right now, it's also just really good because you're kind of doing theater if you uh, are in front of a class, like you have Mm -hmm. the same attitude, you need to use your voice on the same level. That's maybe it. That's like the the most important thing is to be able to grab uh, grab people's attention mm-hmm. and keep it centered at you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe not to quite the same level of involvement as you, but I was definitely um very very much interested in performing arts through uh, high school. I took basically every performing arts course, and I'd agree. Oh, you know, awesome. as I would say, I'm definitely more introverted. But in those moments where you have to, you know, sort of take that lead and be in the spotlight for a little bit, whether you know you're organizing something or as you're speaking to in front of a class, having those social yeah. skills to be comfortable and secure in those positions, that that goes so much farther than people think it would it's really really helpful yeah i think so as well Mm -hmm. that's really cool when in your life would you say um was a time you felt the most supported by your friends you already have told me about these different networks you're part of and even from your photos you're always hanging out with people Um, yes yes that's where I, I get most of my energy yeah but yeah i think when i had depression mm-hmm. what really helped me uh, was to talk about it and all of my friends were really supportive and helpful and just just really kind and always uh, lending an ear and asking how, how how i'm doing and just doesn't matter if i was crying or angry or upset or just not feeling well they just were for me there and like treated me still as if him uh, as if i was the, the same person like it didn't pity me in mm-hmm. any way well they, they kind of did but they didn't act like it like oh, oh, oh you're so, such a poor thing no they still treated me like a a, a normal human being and, and just talked about me that that's that's for me is i think really mm-hmm. important 
just be able to talk about stuff and my friends always that's awesome were supportive in that way yeah yeah i'm glad that you had that support <laughs> you definitely it sounds like you need it the most yeah um, yeah yeah it's all it's all long gone now but i'm i really you know, really glad i still have it and oh for sure well, yeah in your initial message you sent me, you talked about this sort of principle of gorilla kindness. Um, yeah. Why, in your opinion, should people, you know, prioritize doing kind things for others? Yeah, it just sounds like a sappy answer, but <laughs> I, I just, I honestly think it would just like little, little moment of kindness could go so far like, for example, if like I walk on the street and just a random person says, hey, Nice outfit, man. Mm-hmm. That that will just brighten up my whole day and possibly like my whole week. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just it's so little for a little effort to just mm-hmm. like give someone a boost and make someone feel good. And if we just normalize being kind to each other, normalize just being open to to one another. I think I think that would go a, a long way in just understanding each other as well. Like like. For example, uh, say I'm against a certain group of people and that person would say something nice to me. Wouldn't that like weaken my my image of, of those of my, my bad image of those people? Just I think I think just just kindness would, would solve a lot. And as I said, like guerrilla kindness, yeah, I, I just think I just think it's wonderful. Like I'm I'm on I'm on a wholesome side of TikTok, yeah. and I know it just inspires me to also do those kind of like fun things, like give give sweet notes to strangers or like just compliment random people. Like I saw I also saw a TikTok of like people giving out flowers and yeah. and complimenting each other, and you just like see the people light up. I mm-hmm. I, I just think that's wonderful. Totally. I'm a big believer in, um, you know, kindness multiplies. And even I don't yeah. think, you know, necessarily if you're pushing out kindness, that kindness is going to come back to you. Unfortunately, I don't think 100% that's how the world works. But I do believe no. that the kindness you push out will become greater as, you know, as it goes down the chain. Yeah, yeah because because if I if I'm kind to someone, maybe that kindness inspires that, that person to be kind to someone exactly. else as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that's really beautiful. I like that a lot. This week's question is, I guess, what is your stance on second chances? Does forgiveness carry for you the same weight as it did, you know, even say like five, 10 years ago? It feels like now, you know, when people make mistakes, it's it's very easy, especially with social media and all our different platforms for everyone to voice an opinion and have a side and yeah, yeah, so so a bit on yeah. a bit on the cancel culture. Sort of, yeah, touching on that. What's what's your opinion hmm. here on second chances? Well, as as a as a soon to be teacher and just my stance in general, I think it's natural for people to make mistakes mm-hmm. as as we're allowed because we aren't perfect beings. Um so on second chances, I'm almost always for it. I'm for second chances. But like, if it's logical, like, for example, uh, if someone cheated on me, I would be really hesitant to give them a second chance. But mm-hmm. in any other way, I I think I would give people a second chance mm-hmm. in conversation with them, because I don't think that everything is excusable, as I just said. But like right. all the minor things like, yeah, you can say something, you can say something and regret it so much later. So to like write someone off because he just said one thing 
somewhere really far not long ago. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think I think those people should have second chances. If they see the mistake that they made, I think people should make the second chances. That's I think that's my conclusion. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's sort of what happens after that. You know, you acknowledge the mistake, yeah. you work yeah. and learn from that, or you yeah, just exactly. look at it and keep going because that's a completely different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, sweet. Well, I guess to flip that in closing here. What advice would you give to someone who's seeking forgiveness in their own life? They've kind of messed up. They've made a mistake. What would you say to them? Honest to yourself and be honest to the people around you mm-hmm. and just talk with them and see what you can do. If it's forgiveness that you seek for yourself, like if you've done something to yourself that you seek forgiveness for, I would just sit back and think about it. And if need so, talk with other people about it and yeah, ask them their opinion and form your own opinion from all the things you learned from yourself and from others. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the A blessed thing about this human experience is having the opportunity to get a ton of different perspectives and (laughs) you know experience isn't a perspective you go through something you get some experience you can move forward but relying on those people close to you that network or even strangers you can get a ton more insight on yeah Yeah. maybe ways you can move forward yeah exactly that's really beautiful for example don't don't be scared to ask strangers as well Mm -hmm. Like, for example, if you go to a bar, you can always try and strike up a conversation with a random person. Totally. totally. Definitely an aspect that has been missed in the past year and a bit, but hopefully returning soon. But even coming back sooner. Yeah, in like online spaces, I've made some of my closest friends in the last year online. I've never met them in person, but I plan to now because, yeah, there's always going to be some out there, one out there who is going to be willing to listen and share and learn exactly and that's like the beauty of of the technology right now Mm -hmm. that we can just meet people from all across the world with different uh, perspectives and just a different way of living a different culture i think i think it's wonderful to learn from people firsthand exactly uh, about who they are and how they are Mm -hmm. well thank you so much for your time and your words i really appreciate it and I appreciate the interview. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> Always. Do you have any exciting plans the rest of the day? The rest of the day is, uh, it's at 10 o'clock. Oh, sorry. It's uh, half past 10 okay. in the evening here right now. So, so I think I'm just yeah. going <laughs> to gonna, gonna, kind of cuddle with my girlfriend a bit and maybe watch a movie, but uh, then go to sleep, actually. <laughs> well, regardless, that sounds like a lovely evening. I'll let you to it. Do enjoy the evening. But uh, again, thank yes. you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for having me. And have a lovely rest of your day. I appreciate it. All right. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later. Ciao. Yes. Bye-bye. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm Brad. Nice to meet you, Brad. I'm Max. Max, fantastic. Appreciate you taking the time today to chat. Really appreciate it. All good. How's the day going for you? It's going by okay, I guess. Pretty warm where I'm at. I'm in uh, Halifax, so Nova Scotia. Sweet. Well, off the bat here, I'll give you some space to sort of give an elevator pitch on you. You know, who are you? What do you do and what sort of got you to where you are today? I feel like I'm in front of my class right now. and <laughs> I, I took business, so elevator pitch. Um, yeah, for myself, I am an artist and or illustrator, mm-hmm. and I guess also a creator now yeah. with uh, TikTok and Instagram doing pretty well. 
But um, I started drawing, I think, when I was a kid, taking it seriously, probably the past three or four years, doing it almost every day, making commissions, connections with certain people to make us, I don't know, make some sales. That's, uh, that's really the gist of it, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting transition when you, you know, find that this thing you enjoy, you start to take it a bit more seriously. It's like, oh, there can actually, this can be, you know, sustainable on its own. Um, exactly. Kudos to you. It's, Not everyone makes that transition. Yeah. It's, uh, I find like when you do make the transition and you're actually starting to do it, the hardest part is, yeah, like you have everyone kind of stepping on you and mm-hmm. you have to kind of push back as long as again yeah i think what was it, it was probably stanley said something like that like if you think it's actually a generally idea and you love doing it then then do it mm-hmm. yeah. so don't back down i love that um, yes sweet well do walk me through because yeah, I've, I've talked to a few other creators and it's always a fun unique experience to each person but describe kind of the moment you started to get some traction on your content what did that kind of feel like and look like so i started um, I wasn't that great at drawing people. I learned it's all, like that's what I wanted to be good at. And I was like, okay, if I want to actually sell a few things, mm-hmm. I need to learn how to draw people. Yeah. So I got these moleskin, like these little moleskins that fit in my pocket, and um, I was like, perfect. I can just like take these on the go when I'm on the bus. Anyways, whenever I was going to school or if I was in a line somewhere waiting for food, I just pull up my sketch pad and I would start drawing people in the line, all around me, whatever. And I slowly started getting better. Once I got a little bit better, um, I didn't didn't really care if I had the drawing or not. So if anything, I knew a lot, my friends kind of like little mementos when either they're going on a date with, I don't know, one of their significant others or whatnot, they're out somewhere, they're like kind of having a little keepsake. So I figured I started drawing couples Mm -hmm. and or just friends together or just people in general and just give them the drawing and then had some good reactions, but I was on TikTok, I think, for a year during that time. I'm like, wait, okay, my videos aren't doing well right now. Why am I not filming this? I should just give it a go. So I think uh, one of the nights that started out was I went to a bar, or well, a whole bunch of bars, I guess, just went bar hopping, grabbed my phone, my sketch pad and pen, and started drawing a whole bunch of people. Probably drew around 12 or 14 people, right. and I filmed... I asked if I could get their picture and so on. So I showed the process of my drawing. In the end, I'll ask permission, like, hey, is it okay if I use this footage? For the most part, people are like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, go for it. I don't mind at all. I appreciate the drawing. And I had a lot of good reactions, but I focused on one couple in particular that was um, really the main base of what started it. And uh, he had a really, just the guy was full of energy and super positive. And he offered me to have a drink. And I got to record all this too, which uh, anyways, this video ended up with around, I think, like 5 million views. And then yeah. I had around 1 million likes. So it just jumped up my channel or or my my accounts. And it kind of started from there. And I started filming more people, more reactions. And those videos did pretty well. So um, I really, I think I probably owe it to that guy. Just as <laughs> anyone acts super happy and genuine, like it automatically just boosts the video. Because, yeah, I don't know. Human connect, human connection strong. So that's Big really the time. main, the main yeah. goal of what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. So. That's awesome. And I do, I do remember seeing that TikTok is so wacky and weird because, you know, you get exposed to so much content, but unfortunate downside is it's very easy. If you just accidentally refresh or scroll by and forget a video, you might not ever come back to that um, content again, which is heartbreaking, but I'm glad that uh, it sort of, we made a a roundabout way back to here. This is great. So it's, it's been pretty fun overall. Oh yeah. Have, awesome. you, have you seen it before? Have you seen the video or no? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, because I remember 
If that, what, oh, okay, you have, you have. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, did you refresh it while you're watching? You're like, oh fuck, oh there it goes. Or maybe <laughs> I liked it, but then it gets it gets lost in your liked videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a whole thing. Sure. And, yeah. It's okay though. Would you say recognition for your work is something you've always sort of aspired to have, or would you say you personally create more for yourself? There's absolutely no wrong or right answer here. Sure. I think recognition is always nice, like mm-hmm. having affirmation that, oh, you did a good job. Like your drawings on your mom's fridge, you're like, yeah, I yeah. made it there. But if it comes down to it, I, I really, it's not the biggest deal for me. Again, mm-hmm. like I do struggle a lot with my own issues. I'm super hard on myself, like many other artists and people in general, yeah. but uh, it, it does go a long way. But I think it's, uh, I don't think it matters too, too much, but I think the part that I like the most, if anything, yeah, is just the idea that someone's happy when they get the drawing in the end. Like there is that mm-hmm. one person out of 10, typically I've just, I've drawn so many people, but there's always one out of 10 that they're like, oh, like you were drawing me, oh, you're, you're looking at me and they kind of get creeped out or whatnot, but it's yeah. people kind of thinking the worst or anxious or whatnot. But if anything, yeah, it puts me in a good mood seeing that someone else is in a good mood. So I'm very much uh, interpersonal. So if someone else is happy, I'm pretty happy. If someone's sad, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get a little sad. But once I'm all do that, it just makes me makes feel, me feel pretty good. That's the main reason, I think. I love that. That's really cool. Now, you mentioned here in kind of the initial message you sent me that, you know, th- through your journey with art has been informed a little bit and there was some interplay with your kind of journey with depression. Uh, did you want to touch on and maybe speak to that? Yes, crippling depression. Yes, yes. Um, I think I probably had, uh, yeah, I think I was diagnosed around five years ago, but I mm-hmm. honestly think I've had depression for a way longer time than that. But it started through with anxiety as a kid, getting bullied a lot, all that. Everyone gets bullied, but um, stuff at home, new schools, no friends in certain areas, just social aspects and not just feeling very alone. But mm-hmm. during all those times, I would, my go to was always drawing. And it was the only thing I felt like I was really good at and I actually liked. So I would draw a whole bunch of dark things because, yes, I was the angsty teen that I was. <laughs> but my parents were like, can you draw like a cute little bird or something a little nicer? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, this is this is this is my angst. This is I'm depressed as fuck and yeah. I'm anxious. So, yeah, so depression kind of leans in towards a lot of my art. But with this whole adventure with drawing people and this whole TikTok and creator thing going now. Uh, I started trying to think like, okay, if I'm going to put anything on the internet for a whole bunch of people to see, and I very much know that a lot of people, most of the audience are teenagers. And most, I think a lot of teenagers now just anxious as hell, mm-hmm. have depression or some type of mental health issue. And maybe just it's because we're more informed and we all think about it more. But I think a lot more of us have. And I think a lot of it is from media and that there's a lot of bad things on media even when we think it's good it might be bad anyways i figured why not actually put out some some good wholesome content Mm -hmm. to get rid of the depression side of it and actually like like oh shoot that's awesome makes a little happier when you see it and uh, it's not like the dopamine mix in but uh just like i don't know kind of makes you feel better makes you think about something yeah um, and that's um uh, you know that's something i see frequently in the comments of your videos is like ah this gave me a little bit of like hope for humanity or it's like oh it's so good to see people being kind to each other so i think you're achieving that goal for real yeah exactly um well, I think the music definitely makes it cheesy, which is not, <laughs> wasn't my original goal. And then I kind of realized, well, one of my close friends or used to be kind of close friends, she was, uh, she had really bad depression and had very like a few 
suicidal attempts and so on. But like, I knew that she would kind of watch some these types of videos on occasion, the cute puppy videos and mm-hmm. just videos that just like would kind of calm her down, make her happier and kind of have some leeway. So I was like, man, I should, I should make videos for those type of people, which I know that there are so many teenagers like that right now. So I figured why not put that stuff out. So I've had so many people reach out to me like, thank you. And I have all these nice messages. I haven't exactly started a community, but just I've had so many individuals message me and it's been super, super uplifting for myself. Mm-hmm. So it makes me want to put out some more stuff too, but uh, it's uh Stuff have been cool. I'm kind of forgetting the basis of this question now. Am I am I <laughs> am I driving off anywhere? No, this is perfect. That's that, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. This week's particular question is: What would you say your personal stance is on second chances? You know, does forgiveness carry the same weight as it did even five or ten years ago? I'll, I guess I'll just go with the main part of the question. So, well, I'm definitely someone that has given many second chances, third chances, fourth chances, all that. It's also how I got bullied a lot through school. I remember right. just giving too many chances to people yeah. and then they step all over you because of it. But once you put your, your foot down and you let people know about it, people uh, stop bullying you on occasion. But uh, I do believe in second chances. Mm-hmm. It all depends on the situation. Um, I do think most people nowadays are like, oh, like, how dare he? Like, or like right away when he hears something like someone cheated on me and they're like, oh, dump them, dump them right away. Mm-hmm. But if anything, two sides of the story, you don't know the situation. I do think you should hear what that person has to say first, because who knows? There's always there's always so much. But mm-hmm. I do believe in second chances. But I also believe that there are times where um, you yeah, you sh- <laughs> I, I clearly can't answer this too, too well. But <laughs> no, you can um, Oh, yeah, there has to be a personal sort of boundary and limitation of, you know, what you're willing to um, accept or compromise on. So, yeah, I think it's a maybe it's a personal thing. I don't know if that's what you're saying here. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm probably dealing with like a few personal things Mm because I've uh, I've given someone a few chances here and there. Right. And eventually I was doing all these things for them and it wasn't reciprocated. And I gave them one more chance in a way to kind of. I don't know, let things get better. Yeah. And they did nothing and they didn't talk to me for an entire year. Mm. And I was like, okay, I think it's time. So I do think second chances, the whole saying is a good good thing to kind of test out, but there is a limit where you shouldn't have to deal with someone's, I want to say negativity because it's too too basic, but overall. Yeah. And anyways, something like that. Hope that helps. It does. And to, I guess, kind of flip it in closing here, what advice would you give to someone who's seeking forgiveness in their own life? You know, how do you reconcile a mistake? What would you say to someone who's, you know, maybe tremendously messed up in in one way or another? I would say, I think that's good. Like if they're able, if they've come that far to possibly apologize about something, Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the the hardest part uh, of a stepping stone. But yeah, if there's some, if they did something bad or depending on what it was, mm-hmm. I'd hear them out if they're looking for some forgiveness. I probably would. If anything, forgiving is, it's really hard to do at times. I think I've, I've had trouble to give someone forgiveness. I'm not sure why I'm struggling with this question, but I think good? it's probably because it's, I'm thinking about some, trying to think of some personal things, but yeah, yeah, I know it's for me, it's really hard to forgive people very much have trust issues with with certain people yeah so once a few things are broken it's really hard to kind of gain my trust back or once something's been said it's really hard to gain that back again so um, someone's looking for forgiveness and they reach out to that person i think that great job on them for sure that's the (laughs) hardest thing to do totally and i i think that person should 
hopefully hear what they have to say first Mm -hmm. and then possibly yeah forgive them in the end because that's typically what solves the resolution everyone says sorry they hug they'll pat on the back and things typically get better after that if Mm -hmm. not it typically stays pretty salty for both parties possibly totally no that makes a lot of sense yeah unfortunately you know the the struggle in there kind of trying to find the right answer. I don't even know if this is maybe something you resonate with, but I find it so tricky. Ideally, we wouldn't, you know, carry over um, hurt from relationship to relationship just because we've got really burned in one. And then we, you know, you'd hope we wouldn't carry that resentment forward. But I know I have intentionally or not like been in a messy relationship. And then you go to the next one. It's like, oh, wait, I haven't actually dealt with that stuff yet. And I'm taking it out on this new person. That's unfair. Um, Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) That sounded a lot better. I like that answer more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's tricky. I don't even know the right answer yet. Um, well, uh, yeah, there's definitely no right answer. But I think, uh, yeah, forgiving so it's just so hard. Mm-hmm. As long That's, as we're thinking about it, as long as we're talking about it, making an active effort, what more can we do? Well, uh, that's kind of a that's about it. Do you have any exciting yeah, plans the rest of the day? I'm just looking on my desk. Uh, I got some <laughs> drawings to do. Got like one or two, and oh, some tasty ass goldfishes over there, and eat those. And that's about. Oh, actually, might dye my hair. I've never done that, <gasps> so I might do that. It's gonna. I might dye it white. We'll see how that goes. That's awesome. Best of luck. Cannot wait to see those results. I just hope I don't dye it so much that my I'm, I'm looking like Caillou at the end of it. But we'll find out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of. Oh my That's gosh. a little frightening. Thank you again for your time and your words. Uh, really appreciate it. Cool. Thank you for the interview. That was fun. Always. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Ciao. Special thanks to Anna, Ewine, and Max for making this episode possible. Intro music provided by Wafy. That's W A Y F I E. And accompanying tracks by Lowboil. That's L O B O I L who can both be found on all major streaming platforms. Be sure to come by our Twitch stream every Sunday at 2 p.m. PST for more Blonde Radio interviews brought to you live. I'll see you soon, and thanks for tuning in to Blonde Radio.